What's up? What's up, everyone? This is part two. Where did Courtney go? Oh, she's right there. Hey. <laughs> okay, so this is part two of You're a Seller. You've been through the showings. We've been through the offers. You've accepted in offers. Whoop, whoop. Yeah! <laughs> don't, don't go popping bottles yet. Yeah, you don't got to check just yet. There's still some hurdles we got to get through. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Take it away, babe. All right. So hurdle number one is going to be your home inspection. There's a saying that you have to sell your home three times. One to the buyer, now which you've done. You've got your, your offer accepted. Two to the home inspector or the home after the home, home inspection. inspection and then which is not a pass or fail thing it's just a matter of hi buyer here's what you're getting involved with and then um number three is the appraisal so we have to sell it to the bank three That's, times yeah three times right so here we go this thing could fall apart a couple times before we get this check. <laughs> right. We're not trying to freak you out, but we're just trying to roll out the expectations and the yes. understanding so that you know what is what. Cool. So offer has been accepted. The buyer's agent will let us know, hey, we set up a scheduled a home inspection on this date and this time. We're going to let you, the seller, know this. We want you to get out the house. Right. Again, how not to sabotage your deal don't stay for the home inspection. Give them their space. And also, don't sit here and negotiate days and times. When they need to get in the door, let them get in the door. And there's a reason for that. The sooner they get that over and done with, the sooner we can get over this hurdle, the sooner we can move forward. Because the appraisal will not be ordered until this contingency has been removed. So the longer you hold off this situation, the longer you know you could be ending up preventing your closing from closing on time. And then secondly, there was something else I was going to add about that. Um, I forgot. She forgot. We'll keep it moving. It's okay. So the word contingency, for those of you who don't know, because we're realtors, we speak in realtor language, contingency in uh, layman's terms or easy terms to remember is this is a way for the buyer to pull out. I'm going to buy this house contingent on the home inspection. Correct. I'm going to buy this house and I'll have a way to pull out depending on what happens on a home inspection. So this is a contingency that we have to remove. Okay. So get out the house home inspection, depending on how big your home is, could be anywhere from two to four hours. Right. Okay. And we will let you know when they're done, they'll lock up and then you could go back in. Remember it's inconvenient and it's annoying, but it's only temporary. Right. And the buyers are usually present for the home inspection. And the buyers are present with their agent, not with us, with their buyer's agent. Yeah. So those so are we're things, not going to be there. Right. And we don't need to be there. We really need to give them their space so they could see this as their home, not a home that they're infringing on. That's right. So keep the utilities on. Yes, please. Okay? Just because you're not using that gas fireplace doesn't mean you got to turn the gas off. They're going to test it. Inspector's going to go in there. He's going to test all the major components, the HVAC. He's going to test the hot water, the water heater, excuse me. What else is he going to test? Uh, Everything. He's going to look yeah. at the roof. He's going to get under the house. He's going to go through this Electrical house panel. and the fine tooth comb. And you know what? He's going to point out every single imperfection, every single one of them. And this isn't uh, what happens is a lot of times sellers gets this report. And oh, oh, my gosh. They're so offended. 
Yes, they saw the cracks in the cement and they put it in the report. Yes, yeah. that's their job. That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to point out every imperfection, every pro and con that this house has and put it in their report. Yep. So the report doesn't mean that you have to fix everything in that report. Not at all. We'll continue and let you know what's going to be fixed or when in, in, in a little bit. Um, but the most important thing is it's not a pass or fail thing. Right. And there's some common things that come up in almost every home inspection. So if you want to go ahead and get ahead of it, uh, loose toilets, it's mm -hmm. a thing. It happens all the time. But see here, the thing is, they're not going to ask you to just tighten it. They're going to ask you to remove the flange and do all this and do all that just to make sure it's not leaking. So go ahead and uh, make sure those toilets are tightened before you have that home inspection. They're going to talk to you about GFCIs, which is like today's code. If your home was built in, let's say the seventies, that's not today's code. So you're grandfathered in, but the average buyer is going to look at that and be like, well, safety issues, safety issues. We'll help walk you through this so that you're not overwhelmed by this whole thing. That's right. That's right. So after the home inspection is done, I think we covered that, right? A little bit there. Keep, I don't, I don't know what you mean. I don't know. I'm, I'm lost here. The home inspection is done. Okay. Now so what? the home inspection's done. We're, the buyers will get their report. They may or may not send us a form called a PICRA. Okay. The PICRA is a form that removes this contingency. That's what we want. We want this contingency removed so we can move forward. Now, this contingency will do one of three things, uh, this form. This form will either say, hey, we're good to go. We're fine with everything that we saw in this home inspection. We're going to move forward. We're all happy. Yes, that's ideal conditions right there. Right. Second option, they can say, hey, we'll move forward. Yay. But we want these things fixed. Okay. They can itemize a couple things that they want fixed. And these should be deal breakers if the buyer's agent's doing a good job. Sometimes cosmetic repairs, sometimes major repairs. But the cool thing is, we don't have to do all these repairs if we don't want to. Right. It's a negotiation at this point. Right. But keep in mind, the buyer at this point doesn't have to buy the house either. That's true. So these can be some sticking points for the buyer in their in their um, purchase. So, right. you know, again, a good agent will help. We will help you through this process. Okay. So don't try to be all hide and mighty and say, I'm not doing anything. Right. Because if if, if they pull out. We got to do this again with a whole nother buyer. Right. And usually it's the it's like small things yeah. that really get people tripped up in their emotions. Now, remember, emotions kill deals. So try not to get emotional about this. That's right. You know, and I always like to say, put yourself in their shoes and you probably don't care about the buyer. You're caring about yourself. And I get it. <laughs> I get it. And our job is to look out for you and your best interest. But let's not get let emotions destroy a giant a check at the end of this for you yeah seller. that's right that's right and remember during this time period if we do come into negotiation time is of the essence we don't have time to sleep overnight on these things no each day could push your closing day further back right with no money in your pocket further <laughs> back right you know um let's see here appraisals are we going on to the appraisal uh, let's keep going. Let's see here. Appraisals. Let's see. I'm sorry. We got a little list that we're looking at here. Uh, termite moisture inspection. They'll do their inspections. Okay. Right. Termite moisture guys will come in there. 
they'll do their inspections as well. We have to explain what the cap is. Okay. Let's do it right here. All right. You going to do that? You want me to do that? Go ahead and do it. Okay. Cap is the cap amount that the seller upfront agrees to for lender required repairs. Okay. So the buyer is not going to get funding for this purchase if these lender required repairs are not completed. So termite moisture typically is a lender required repair. So if we have any issues, usually they're in the crawl space more, more times off than not. But anyhow, if there is any issues there, you've agreed up front and it's usually 1% on a standard purchase contract. So if your house is selling for 500000 you are now responsible for up to a cap of $5,000 worth of repair. Only if repairs are necessary. Thank you. If they're not Only. necessary, don't worry about it. Right. Normally, when the first night or first day we came over your house to look at your home, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for appraisal repairs that may be needed. And right. if we find them during that point, we'll let you know. Let's fix these things beforehand. Right. A termite moisture, though, is typically something we can't foresee because I ain't getting in your crawl space. I'm not getting in crawl space. Nope. I'll look happening. in the garage, see if there's any termite tubes. That, but yeah, Courtney's right. Mm -hmm. So after the home inspection is wrapped up, an appraisal will be ordered. But first, before the during the appraisal process, we'll get to that in a bit, the title company, they're going to contact you. Yes. Or a real estate lawyer. Talk about that a little bit, babe. So they probably sent you an email right after ratification. Once you accepted your buyer, you're going to get an email from them and they're going to want some upfront general information. They send the same email out to every single person. So if there's something there that doesn't apply to you, it's okay. It's just a general email. So what does apply to you is what you need to submit. So for example, they're going to want your mortgage payout, payoff statement. Um, usually whatever's on your balance or whatever your mortgage payment comes, however it comes to you, it'll say like your payoff or what your balance is. Your balance is not necessarily your payoff. So um, a lot of times people get tripped up by that. So anyways, the title company is going to want some basic information so that they can get this title transferred over to the new buyer by the time your closing takes place. And they need all these all this information and documentation to make this smooth sailing. Yep. Just get them everything they need that we don't got to worry about it. Uh, title company is also the place at the end of this whole transaction where you go ahead and sign the papers. Right. Get your check. Now, oh, yeah. Oh, uh -huh, yeah. <laughs> now, the buy side is going to be doing a title search. Yeah. So they're going to make sure that the, there's no liens or um, taxes or anything weird that's connected to your title. So if you know of anything up front, you know, we probably already asked you those questions. Yeah. But sometimes those things take us by surprise. There's a judgment that's connected to your title and you're like, oh, forgot about that. Right. But well, anyways. Well, what happens? What happens if something's found on there? It has to be paid at closing. There you go. Okay. And you don't pay for it. You're not going to get a big old check and then you distribute the funds. The title company or the real estate attorney will do that for you. Correct. Because nobody trusts anybody nowadays. <laughs> That's right. The attorneys will take care of that. Yeah. You got to trust them though. Ain't that weird? Okay. So now that the, the title thing is done, next step, the appraisal will get ordered. Right. Right. Now. The appraisal process, kind of a jittery process too. However, when we listed your property, we already looked at comps. So we kind of know where this thing's going to fall as far as an appraisal goes. Right. Unless you just said, hey, I don't care. I'm just going to go ahead and list it at this price. 
Okay. Right. Or you accepted an offer that was maybe way over than what the comp support, then, then we could possibly be going back to negotiations if it doesn't come in on value. Yeah. And we'll talk about that as well. Uh, now the process of a site of the whole appraisal process takes about two weeks. It could take less than that at the latest, about two weeks, there's a site visit where the appraiser goes to the actual property. Uh, you can stay home for that. You don't have to leave the right. house for that. Just don't talk to them. <laughs> Just um, don't talk yeah. to them. Maybe, maybe one of us, maybe, maybe if we, if we could, Courtney and I might come by to meet the appraiser and try to schmooze them a little bit. You know right. I mean? But what they're going to want to know is what's new in the house is how, okay. if there's anything that's five years old Updates. or less, yeah. then tell them about that, which yeah. we're probably already ahead of you on that one. But like, for example, there's value in a new roof versus an old roof. So tell them that there's value if, um, the countertops were just done new bathrooms, uh, new kitchens, anything new about the property, uh, brings more value to it. Right. Yeah. So there's that you got your site visit. The report is what everyone's waiting for. The yes. report probably comes after the site visit, maybe a couple of days to a week after the site visit. So the report is very important. That is a report that'll let us know if this thing is on value and if it needs any repairs, right, babe? Right. But here's the deal. Mm -hmm. You seller do not get a copy of this appraisal. Yeah, it's not yours. You didn't pay for it. The, the buyers have paid good money for this and you don't get it. Not a, you don't get one eyeball, one peek, nothing. You well, every get, seller wants to know. Every seller wants to know. What did they say our value was? Yeah. What was it? What was it? What was it? Right. Because well, everyone, everyone's like, did I underprice it? Did I overprice it? It don't matter. You're getting what you agreed to on the contract. Right. If it's on value. Right. Right. So they'll only tell you if it's on value or not. A lot of times they won't even tell us what it actually appraised at. No, they won't. Unless you get a, a young realtor that doesn't know what they're doing. He tells us <laughs> the, the price. Wow. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. And they don't have to tell us because it's really not any of our business mm -hmm. at this point. Now there is an instance where you do get a copy of the appraisal. Right. And that's only if the value came in low. Mm. or that we are required to do some lender repairs. Mm -hmm. Dun, dun, dun. So you really don't want to see it. You really don't. Yeah. You don't want to see it. You just want to know if it's on value and no repairs. Now, if any repairs are required uh, because of the appraiser, who's responsible for that? It's part of the cap. Cap. Right. So if the appraisal comes in and says, hey, you need a whole new roof. This thing is sagging. It's shot. It's terrible. We can't fund this. Then we're in trouble and we potentially are going to go back to negotiations with the buyer. And we'll deal with that when we cross that bridge. Other times it's going to be like, okay, the VA wants us to scrape this paint that's chipping off of the, um, the border or whatever, the fascia yeah. boards or something silly. And then it's bada boom, bada bang. You could do it yourself. It doesn't even really cost, you know, but 10 bucks at Home Depot. So it just depends on what we're looking at, but yep. it's so part of the cap. It goes back to negotiations. And for some reason, if we can't come to an agreement within, I think it's a three-day period after the appraisal has been in, then the buyers have an opportunity to pull out again. Right. Yeah. Do we do it all this for nothing. So might as well try to work together to get this thing done. No. Yeah. We're going to work together. We're going to fix it. We'll make it, make it, make it right. Yeah. So what happens court if the appraisal comes in low? Dun, dun, dun. That means we're going back to negotiations. Same thing. So 
So what happens is either A, the buyer is coming out of pocket and has to bring that to closing table. What if your buyer doesn't have that money? Then you seller are going to come down in price to make this work. Or maybe I've had this happen. We were 5,000 under. And so my buyer came up um, 2,500 and the seller at that time came down 2,500. So it was like a happy medium when really everyone was pissed off because everyone <laughs> lost $2,500. But the deal came together yeah. and buyer and seller ultimately got what they wanted. So there's ways to negotiate it. Either way, we will be right by your side. Uh, the ideal case is on value, no repairs. Correct. That's what we want to hear. Yep. During this whole thing, if you're in a HOA community, excuse me, or a condo community, you seller have to order the condo or HOA docs or both if you're in one of those communities. That thing runs about $300. Okay. Sellers are required to order these things. And if you're not in one of these, don't even worry about it. I'm just covering this. Uh, the seller pays for the documents. Right. And if you already have documents that maybe you're sitting in a folder collecting dust somewhere in your office, you can't give them those. I'm sorry. It has to be the updated <laughs> version, yeah. current with the updated minutes from the last meeting and the last, you know, all the things that are involved with that condo or HOA. Mm -hmm. So you have to order it, like it or not. You have to provide those to the buyer so that they can make an educated decision on how they want to move forward. Part of the process. So the HOA community or the condo community will do a site inspection as well. Correct. They're not going to get in your house. You don't even need to, you know, open a door for them. Nope. They'll do like an outside inspection just to make sure everything's in compliance. Um, if everything's all good, you're good. But here comes another, not really a negotiating point, maybe a negotiating point, like a sticking point is they may say you need some repairs done to become compliant with the condo association or the POA. Right. So what happens when that happens, babe? Well, there's usually a time frame, and it's usually something like 30 days, give or take, just depends on the association. So now we, we have like a potential sticking point against that we could be negotiating. So yeah. if um, I've had it where my the sellers don't want to deal with it, to hear buyer, this is your new problem, and the buyers take on that problem and go about their merry way, and they I've have that. 30 days, you know, after closing to get it, get it fixed. Right. Then you have other buyers that are like, oh, heck to the no, you ain't leaving me with this mm -hmm. or I'm out of here. And then technically they can pull out at this point in yeah. time. So this is another contingency. Right. Right. When the buyers get the HOA slash POA docs, uh, condo docs, they have a three day time period to review this. And if they want to ask you for repairs, repair it, they have that right to do so. And then me and Courtney will go back again and, you know, just like we're on trial trying to negotiate and make everybody, <laughs> everybody happy. Um, right. And I've had it where some sellers, sellers have done some things yeah, and left other things to the buyer. So, I mean, you know, we'll do our best to make every, make it work. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now that that's out the way, we will mark this pending. Pending All is right we're like, now Yo. we're almost there. I can almost celebrate type okay. thing. Pretty excited. Keep the utilities on. Yes, please. Okay. Make sure everything is on. We don't want any surprises. Um, 
Yes, because the buyers are going to come in and do their final walkthrough. So mm. they're going to look at the property, make sure it's in the same condition as when they had their home inspection or when they saw the property at first. Make sure that you didn't like scuff up the floors and the walls on the way out with furniture. Make sure you didn't throw a raver, you know, all, <laughs> these kinds of things. The house should be in the same condition as when they when they um, saw it. And then um, if you did any repairs that you agreed to, they're coming to make sure that they've been done and that they've been done in a workmanlike manner and everything's gravy. And you should have by this time provided some receipts or invoices of proof of those those um, repairs, repairs so that they can refer back to them if needed as a new owners. Mm -hmm. And on the sidelines, I'm going to be, or Courtney is going to be working on uh, scheduling your closing date the day where you go and uh, sign all the seller documents. Typically the seller signs a couple days before the buyers. So you're not going to meet the buyers at the closing tables. Everyone thinks that we're all going to be at the closing table, looking at each other all mad, signing everything. It's not going to no. be that way. You do your side a couple days before that sign, sign documents goes to the buyer's title company. They do their numbers, make sure everything's all equaled out. And then the buyers close. That's how it works nowadays. Right, exactly. But uh, more importantly, keep the property A-OK -okay condition. Make sure the landscape is up to par. Right. Don't go letting this thing grow two, three feet, the right. grass. If your buyers come in and they've got a foot of grass and a green pool and, you know, trash piled up at the trash can, I mean, that's not what they put an offer in on. They can hold up closing for that. They can. Yeah. And they have. So this is your warning. Just keep the place nice like you're still living there until the end. Yeah. And there's like a golden rule. You do unto others as you would want others to do unto you. So when you came in to purchase your home, hopefully it wasn't, yeah. you know, a rat's nest when you you know, it was like this beautiful gem when you came to see it. And then yeah. it turns out to be a rat's nest when it's all over at the closing table right, right before. Mm -hmm. It's not a good look. That's right. So the buyers will schedule a final walkthrough. Courtney talked about the final walkthrough. Make sure your stuff is out before that walkthrough. Every piece of personal up, items cleaned out up. the door. Done. Don't okay. leave your children in the house. Yeah. We're almost done with this transaction. Don't mess it up. Okay. All right. So make sure all your stuff's packed out a couple of days beforehand. Um, and then we'll have our selling appointment as far as seller signing documents. That'll be a fun day. Might have a gift for you. Maybe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if we like you. <laughs> and after we sign, walkthroughs are good. They'll give us a thumbs up. There's a form for that too. So we'll know. If for some reason the walkthrough didn't go through right, oh, you're getting a phone call from me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it will be slightly panicked. <laughs> <laughs> so after the buyers close, um, expect to receive your net proceeds just a few business days afterwards because it got to be, uh, this whole thing has to be recorded to the city. The city has to acknowledge it's no longer your property, it's someone else's. And then the lawyer slash title company will distribute the funds if you come to closing and would like this stuff to be wired to your account, make sure you have your routing numbers, your bank account numbers, More, uh, you're going to need a pen. <laughs> you're going to need your ID as well. And I think that's about it. Anything right. else I missed? Well, I would just say keep in mind the buyers are the closing company is the one that's going to be funding this purchase. Mm -hmm. So you're going to sign in advance. Then once the buyers sign two days later, 
typically you receive your funds. Some closing attorneys and some closing companies will not allow a wire. They're wire funny. I got to pick up a check tomorrow because of that. Right. So sometimes it's check. So then they might mail it to you or overnight it to you or you go pick it up. But anyways, I just wanted to point out that a wiring situation would probably be ideal, but not every buyer's closing company will do that. Awesome. All right. I think that covers it. And hopefully this uh, podcast helped you guys out. Thank you for choosing us. And if you know anybody that's looking to buy or sell, send them our way because this is how we eat. Mm-hmm. Ta-ta. Talk to you guys later. Bye.